Hi, this is Paul Rudish, producer of Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. You're listening to the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. This week on the Mickey Shorts and More Disney podcast, there's a new statue of Mickey Mouse that's installed in Mickey's Toontown. Let's take a look. Disney 100 merch is now selling on Amazon. We explore the new queue for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Anaheim. A Disney animated board game. And Keaton and I watch and review the Season 5, Episode 9 short called My Little Garden. All that and more on the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. to the Mickey Shorts and More podcast with your hosts, Steve and Keaton. Take it away, boys! Hey, Mickey Shortsters! Welcome to this week's episode of the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. My name is Steve. And my name is Keaton. And I don't know if this counts, but I'm currently working on a Spider-Man movie, even though I literally don't even have any footage or any actors, but... (laughs) Okay, okay, well, let's... How exactly are you making a Spider-Man movie? Like from Spider-Man costumes and stuff? Well, okay, alright. <laughs> Interesting. I can definitely tell that you are progressing your way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And my brother thinks he'd be the perfect person for it. <laughs> Wait, you're going to cast your brother as, as Spider-Man? He thinks he'd be a good person for it. Well, he might be. I mean, he lives in Las Vegas, so I don't know how in the world we'd get him here to film, but you know, details to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to get him a Spider-Man costume. That's what I was talking to him about. Okay. Well, I'm glad we're having these conversations. And it's called Spider-Man Spider-Sling. Oh, Spider-Man Spider-Sling, huh? I should send you the picture and you should put it on the podcast. <laughs> Well, there we go. Glad, glad you're, you're dreaming big. Uh, glad, glad you have ambitions to create movies just as I did. But this week we are here to watch Mickey Mouse. We're here to talk about Mickey Mouse news. We are here to, to talk about Mickey Mouse products. And most of all, we're here to watch Mickey Mouse cartoons. And this week we are watching the Season 5, Episode 9 short from the Paul Rudish produced Mickey Shorts called My Little Garden. It sounds so quaint and easy, and it is anything but. But we'll get to that in a few minutes. But first, we got to get to some... Moose! Moose news! Friends, loved ones, I gathered you all here to tell you something important. Now, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has been open for the last couple of weeks over in Anaheim. We watched through that last week in last week's show, and you know we're very entertained by it, and we're excited to see that it looks you know so much like the Florida version. But that does not mean that they're done with Mickey's Toontown in Disneyland. That still hasn't opened yet. Keaton, do you remember when that opens? Uh, March 18th. March 18th is the day we're looking forward to 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 be able to review all that. And one of the things that's brand new to the land is there's going to be a new fountain in front of Mickey's house. And on top of Mickey's, or this, this new fountain, is a statue of Mickey and Minnie. And construction crews finally got that installed this last week. And it's fun to be able to take a look and see exactly what this fountain topper looks like. This is a statue of Mickey and Minnie. With Mickey Mouse holding Minnie up in the air like she's doing a dancing uh, pose. But what about the giant bucket? 
<laughs> Minnie is holding a bucket. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly why Minnie's holding a bucket, but I think this thing is awesome. I think this is a... Oh, that can be where the water comes from. Maybe. Maybe that's part of the fountain. That's a good, good call. Um, I mean, we haven't actually seen it in person yet, and we haven't seen it like video footage because they just barely installed the thing. But we, it's we one step closer to completion, and it's a just like I said, it's a fun statue as far as a, a pose. It's very different from what you might expect. It's not just Mickey going, "Ah, welcome to my land." No, it's Mickey holding Minnie Mouse in the air while she appears to be dancing. I mean, her feet are back. It's it's just a fun statue. I like it. Keaton, thoughts on this? Wow. <laughs> wow. Other than wow? Wow. <laughs> That's all we're going to get today, huh? Is wow. 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 <laughs> We've been doing this a lot. We've been doing this a lot. So, so there you go. So... Something to, new to look forward to when we eventually visit uh, Mickey's Toontown and see all the changes that they've made. But like I said, I think this is really a clever addition, and I'm glad to see it in place. We saw it in the concept art, but it's good to see it actually in person. And that it looks like it did in the concept art, because I remember when I saw that, and I was like, really? That's, <sighs> that's what they're going to do? But cool. I'm excited to see it actually come to life. Now, another just small piece of news this week, um, for those of you that like to shop all things Mickey Mouse. Typically speaking, when Disney comes out with new merch, especially merch for a, a, a big celebration like the the Disney 100 celebration, they put all that merch on shopdisney.com. And that's where you go and you get it. But they're expanding out this time with the Disney 100 merch. You can now buy it on Amazon. Amazon.com. So, if you go to the link in the show notes, and I say I know I say that every every week, but if you go there, you'll find a big list of all sorts of different things that they have on Amazon. Uh, for instance, the Funko Pop movie poster, Disney One Hundred, um, the Fantasia Sorcerer's Apprentice Mickey with the broom. That's that's on there. You can get there's a link to that. Uh, there's the Funko Pop ride, Disney One Hundred. I'm just reading titles here. There's the Disney 100 Mickey Mouse Club logo color vintage t-shirt. I mean, all sorts of stuff. There's a ton of merch available for the Disney 100 celebration. 12 little golden books. Yeah, for 50 bucks. But all of that is linked, I mean, because you could probably spend a long time going to Amazon itself and then trying to search for the collection. But just hit the link in the show notes and then you can have all of the... All sorts of links. But definitely check out that list. It's just all of the places that make it easier for you to, sh to, to shop and easier to get stuff to you. I mean, Amazon usually does a really great job as far as getting things to you in two days. And so if you really want your Disney collection quick, this might be a good way of doing it. Yeah, it'd be funny if like, we left all the Star Wars stuff there, but we typed a gigantic uh, mural of the Mickey Horton Moore um, logo. <laughs> if we had a little more space, that would be cool, but... You know. No, we don't really have enough. <laughs> we room. don't have a space to set up a second studio that's not here in Dad's office. So, yes, you get the Star Wars background in the Mickey Mouse podcast. At least it's all Disney, right? Yeah. All right. Now we did talk last week about the opening of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. We rode the ride last week, but this week we want to explore the queue. Now. In order to do this, I don't want to give away every single cue detail. I mean, we could go through it artifact by artifact by artifact 
and just identify everything. But I don't really want to do that because one of the, the, the fun parts of going to the attraction at Disneyland itself is being able to explore that and finding those little treasures. So we're going to watch a quick video released by Disney itself that walks us through the queue. We're going to react to some things as we see them. We're going to kind of talk through some things. But like I said, we're not going to go through every little one in detail. But we're at least going to walk through the queue and see what we can find. Wow. All right, so here we are in front of Runaway Railway. We are walking through the entrance. Thank that's you, music. everybody. Hi, everybody. I'm Jonathan Friday, Senior Creative Director. So we've got a guy that's from Walt Disney Imagineering, Imagineering that's going to tell us a little bit about this here. Years, and in this queue, we get to celebrate some of his greatest moments. Let's walk you through some of those Easter. All right. So now we are in the lobby. Notice there's no hey. people in the line. Yeah, there's the big poster for Perfect Picnic. We also have posters on the walls Hi, I'm Ali Wong, for, graphic designer uh, for at other fake so Mickey Mouse movies. So you step into the El Theater and you see the Mickey Through the Ears exhibit, which was put on by the Hysterical Society the hysterical and society. Minnie Mouse to celebrate the career of Mickey Mouse. There are so many fun Disney details inside. So Excuse she's kind of showing us through what, these... Is that Mouseamite? <laughs> It's a, it's a movie called The Rocketeer, but they're spoofing it with Mickey Mouse. So lots of famous, like almost 80s movies, just kind of spoofed in the Mickey Mouse style. Dun, dun. So now we're walking by the, the where they have like the ribbon cutting from the theater and the giant scissors. Um, more stuff in the queue. Now, as we get into this part, do you notice that wheel? Hey. <laughs> yep. You're hearing the Mickey Mouse music over the speakers. We've got the, the wheel from Steamboat Willie. We've got the plane above it from Plane Crazy. So a lot of nods to like the really, really old Mickey Mouse course, content. Mickey's first feature film role was in The Sorcerer's Apprentice in Yeah, this is the Asia. first feature role. We've got his original costume so on his display. Costume his costume This is on the wrong screen. So now we're going to continue through the queue. So one of my favorite oh, things to watch for this. Is I like this. This is, cool. from this is from Lonesome Ghosts. Ghosts. There's a mirror there. Every now and then, you might catch a beautiful reflection in that mirror. See the ghost? Ooh. Look, he's 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 doing the fan thing, which then blows the propeller when you're playing crazy thing. Very clever, huh? Yeah. Okay, so now as we continue through, lots of term styles. Of course, it's a cue. Now we see like the, the, the beanstalk from Mickey's making the beanstalk. More posters on the wall. And all of these are not from the Mickey shorts like we watch. These are from all over the place in, in Disney history. So there's the wreath on the wall from probably uh, the Mickey Mouse Christmas. Once Upon a Christmas. Yeah, Mickey's Once Upon a Mickey's Christmas. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, thank you. Now, hey! here's some stuff you might recognize growing up with this show. What do you see? It's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. As a child of the 80s, I love yeah. that we First, have the Mickey Mouse Disco. We've got Mickey Mouse Disco. I remember display. this. We have the costumes that Mickey wore on those album covers. And then you can hear the Mickey the Mouse Disco. That Goofy helped set up selections from those albums. Lots of fun. we got the costumes that they wore you know, in that, uh, that, for that album. More posters. More costumes. Mickey Mouse's or splash appearance. dance. We're gonna splash, splash, splash. Yeah, so what is this Clubhouse. thing? Mouse I love yep. hearing that song in my head every time I pass it in the queue. 
Okay, so now we passed the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse phase, and we're getting into the Mickey Shorts phase, like what we cover on the show. Yeah. We're almost to... Oh, Potato Land! I see Potato Land! Oh, you're about to see it when we turn the corner here, too. <gasps> oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> so all sorts of different things. They're going to flip around and do it here in just a second, I believe. But, oh, you recognize the banner? Uh, I don't think I do. It's no. from the dog show. Oh. Now here we are at the concession stand. We got the posters. These are similar to what we see in in Orlando. Remember in the lobby. Candy was designed exclusively for the El Capitan So there's a lot of different candy here. We made here. sure to cover as many characters as we could and Lots show of different things all your in here. favorites and just put a lot of um, Disney details inside. Here's a detail that. And the popcorn. Look at the popcorn. If you look carefully, you might see some familiar. Uh. Like Mickey, Minnie, and Donald. There's Mickey Mouse popcorn or Donald popcorn. Well, you can actually buy the popcorn. No. No. I wish. Uh, yeah. It's just a decoration. But yeah, you can see all sorts of things from a lot of the Mickey Mouse shirts. Yep. <laughs> and yep, dog show. And then this sends us back down into the hall where we eventually get to the theater to watch the premiere showing of A Perfect Picnic. Roll them. Mm -hmm. oh, these are new posters. Yeah, these are different from. I mean, some of them are are the same ones that they have in Orlando, but these are these are different. There are additional ones. So there you oh, go. I just saw it carried away. Ah, any thoughts on the queue? Oh, there's a lot of stuff there. There's, there's a lot. Like I said, we like only Nazi covered door. just a couple of basics. I mean, it's just like the big, easy to spot things. But there's, there's like the, uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. So definitely, you know, when you're there, it's going to be easy to want to skip the queue, maybe get a lightning lane and just kind of slip inside. I don't know if, how much you know the, the queue, the lightning pe lane people go through, but definitely think about going through just the regular standby line so you can see all of that stuff and be immersed in just the history of Mickey Mouse, which is fun. <laughs> so yeah, go check that out. And look at all these fancy doodads! The Mickey Mouse product of the week. Everyone get the car ready, we're going to Costco. <laughs> we are not going to Costco, no, 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 no. In fact, this week's product of the week, and just to make sure that we're clear for everybody in case you're new to this show, this is not an advertisement. We simply like talking about Mickey Mouse merch because there's I mean, new stuff's coming out every single week. And so one of the things I do is I just Google Mickey Mouse merchandise and we see what kind of new products have been released and we talk about something. So we're not paid for this. We're, you know, this isn't an ad. Oops, and I just bumped my microphone. <laughs> but one of the things that jumped out to me is, is uh, Keaton and I love to play board games. Uh, we we are, are big board game fans. We've got a big you know, whole bunch of them that we enjoy playing. You know, we're, we're big villainous Mickey or Disney villainous fans. But <laughs> this is I, I saw this and I, I thought this looked cool. It's not quite out yet. They say this is coming in spring, but you know, before I get too far ahead of myself, what this is is it's called the Disney animated game. Huh? Well, I know exactly. You go what? How do you? How is it a Disney animated game? So let me just read this to you as far as what they announced online. It says, uh, first of all, this is done by Funko. So they usually do really good games. We have the Funko Haunted Mansion game, and that's fun. What it says on in the online description, it says, Work together like the team at the famous Walt Disney Animation Studios to create movie magic. 
produce five classic Disney films using detailed background art, vibrant paint colors, and lively sound to bring cherished stories to life on the screen. But watch out, the infamous villains of your feature film will rush your deadlines, well, yeah, rush your deadlines, and create all the calamity they can. As a team, you'll use the strengths of the animation studio, heart, focus, inspiration, grit, and teamwork to vanquish the villains and finish your films in time. Well, this is this is uh, for ages 10 and up. It's two to four players, and it retails for a total of $34.99. We're so, getting that. <laughs> I know. It sounds cool. I'm like, I, I want to do all those things. I mean, just in board game form. That's so um, if you're interested, uh, check the link in the show notes. You can kind of see what huh. the case is going to look like. It does look like other board games, too. Yeah, there are other board games. I mean, since they aren't, they're not Mickey Mouse related, we're not going to talk about them here on the show. But there are others that have been released, again, also made by Funko. So definitely go and check this out. It's I, I think there's some good stuff there, but... Uh, a board game. That's something we haven't had before in our Mickey Mouse product of the week. Uh, maybe we have... Wait, Family Feud. Oh, we did do Family Feud. You're right. Another fun one. Are you ready for the show? So as I said earlier, this week we were watching the Season 5, Episode 9 show titled My Little Garden. Now, the official show summary. Keaton, what is the this show about? Do you want to read us the, uh, the show summary? <coughs> In your best announcer voice, what do you got? Mickey attempts to trim his little garden after it grows into an unreal wild jungle. What? <laughs> <laughs> you started off so strong and then somehow went into an accent. You said use an announcer voice. I did say use an announcer voice. It was a, a, a an evolving announcer voice, which was entertaining. So yes, Mickey does attempt to trim his little garden after it grows into an unruly wild jungle, as we will see. Now, the original air date, we seem to keep doing this, which is kind of funny, but the original air date is March 9th, 2019, which is exactly four years ago today. What? <laughs> I know. We, maybe because the episodes are coming out every other week and we record every other week, at least that's what we've been doing lately. Uh, we are written by this episode is written by Derek Bachman, Paul Rudish, and Dave Wasson. Directed by Dave Wasson and storyboarded by Dave Wasson. So with that, it's time to watch the show. Now this is one of those that's available free on YouTube. Just you know, go to link in show notes, click the link, watch the short. If you've never seen it before, probably you should do that before you watch it with us. But I mean, you can watch it with us too. It's going to be down there somewhere, covered in logos, so we don't get in trouble. All that good stuff that you're used to from reaction shows. All right, so you ready, Keaton, with a countdown? Give yep. us a countdown. Let's watch the show. Three, two, one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works, man. Whatever works. Mickey Mouse Ooh. in my little garden. Mickey Mouse is so happy. He's his little backyard garden. Seems like only yesterday that he planted him. He's got a picture of him. Yeah, we're just going to decide and check out and see how the backyard garden went. The, 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 the plants are like coming. It's been two and a half years since he went outside in his backyard. And it's gotten a little overgrown. So he's gonna. He's got to make it across the yard to his shed, so he can trim back. Oh. Eighty-seven days 
later. He can't find his shed. He can't find his house. He can't find his way back. He's stuck in his backyard. And now he's starting to see things. Because it's been 87 days. He's seen giant creatures. He's seeing flesh-eating bugs. He's all unclean-shaven. He's got stubble and growth. And he's hearing a creature. How did this turn into a horror film? Is he actually seeing something or is it his imagination? He's foraging... <laughs> he's foraging for food and eating poisonous things in his backyard. And bugs. Ugh. Uh. Okay, back to the creature. It's freaking him out. How is it that none of his friends have come looking for him in 87 days? Dun, dun, dun. Was he single? <laughs> yeah, maybe he and Minnie are on a break. I don't know. Comes the creature. I love the the Alfred Hitchcock pull in right there. Pull in, we'll pull in, pulling back. With the pull back? What do you mean? By well, we'll talk about it later. But here comes this creature. He's gonna get eaten by a monster. He's gonna eat by the plants. What does Mickey Mouse? Oh no! Oh! Disturbing much? And just as he's about to get eaten, oh, here comes this creature. Oh, it saved him. But now he's going to run away from that, and... Oh. Oh! It's Pluto! Yes! How, where's Beard go? Uh... Again, Pluto is the most... Yeah, Pluto, Pluto's not very well taken care of. He's uh, left outside all that time. Oh! And here's the shed. It was right next to him the whole time, of course. And now they've got the mower and they're mowing. How did you... <laughs> it's his little tiny backyard. How did you do that? He was lost in this little tiny backyard for 87 days. Pushing 90 days by the end of the episode. And that was a tiny backyard. It was. That's the whole... The, the comedy of the whole thing. He's lost out there for so long, and it's really this, this little tiny yard. I love that we still do that. Thank you for the goofy sports episode. Good sports. What was your favorite part? All right, so there we go. There was my little garden. Which is apparently a, a my giant garden. <laughs> as I said repeatedly as we watched the show, Mickey was lost out there for a very long time. I mean, when the title card appeared, it was eighty-seven days, but then several days passed before the end of the episode, so it was like I said, pushing ninety episodes, ninety days stuck in his little tiny backyard. Wow. So, Keaton, thoughts. I just love how he's stuck in a tiny backyard and that creature is Pluto and then all of a sudden he found the shed and it's just turned into a tiny garden in the end. How is... 
I mean, I have to wonder, if you plant a nice little garden, you know, we have the shot of Mickey at the beginning of the episode, and he's got his nice little garden, and you let that just run amok for two and a half years, <laughs> you know? That's a kind of a dumb idea. That is kind of a dumb idea. I mean, uh, How are they even supposed to survive in the winter? Yeah, wouldn't the winter kill it? I mean, cartoon logic. I know, I know, I know. We can't think through these things too carefully, but... I mean, maybe he lives in Southern California and they don't really have a winter. Except for this winter, where it snowed last week at Disneyland. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I love that we have this nice little easy episode. My little garden. And a little quick, easy premise. Mickey Mouse neglects his garden. Which then the animators turn into an all-out parody of a horror movie. With monsters and bugs and the great animation of Mickey eating the bugs and getting poisoned. <laughs> He's like, keeps breaking out and all these horrendous hives and rashes from eating all these bad things in his backyard. And as I brought up when I was watching the show, none of his friends came looking for him for three months. <laughs> what is wrong with that? What the heck? Is Mickey and Minnie break up or something? Well, I don't know. I mean, hopefully not. But Mickey was out there for a long time. Now, essentially, th this might look familiar, this this whole plot line. Um, I mean, granted, done as a horror movie. But for some of you that, like I said, it might look familiar back to Disney sh or Mickey shorts from the past. This is essentially a version of a short released in 1935 called Mickey's Garden. But it's just a horror movie version of Mickey's Garden. Wait, same are we basic able to watch premise. It? Um, I can pull it up, but I mean it's the same basic premise. It's it's Mickey and Pluto, and they find themselves in an overgrown garden outside, and they're dealing with all the bugs, and everything is gigantic, and they're being chased by all you know, the plants and, and the bugs, giant bugs. And yeah, it's it's very similar to this. Just this is all done in fun and you know entertainment, and the update is done as a horror movie. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I said the the plots are kind of, of of similar. You know, Mickey's in this overgrown garden, getting chased by you know, vicious insects, all that kind of stuff. Even one of the recommendations is My Little Garden. Exactly, because they're very similar. <laughs> So, yeah, definitely go check that out if you want another you know classic Mickey Mouse to watch. But this this one's kind of just fun and games, whereas the one we just watched is is all the horror movie tropes. Um, now the title is kind of a parody, My uh, Little Garden to My Little Pony, which uh. has nothing to do with horror movies. I wish, um, or Disney. <laughs> But it's still kind of a fun nod anyway to see them referencing other things in pop my, culture. It'd be funny if My Little Pony suddenly turned into a horror movie. Yes, it would. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I need is you up for weeks, not able to sleep because you're you know, scary little colorful ponies. <laughs> let's, not, let's not do that. So so there we go. There, there's my little garden. Uh, just a, a fun, clever horror movie spoof of Mickey Mouse getting lost outside. And I, I again, you know, we've talked about this, but I just love the humor that when it's all said and done, 
you're led to believe that this is a huge piece of property that Mickey's just lost forever out. And when he finally gets it mowed, it's this little tiny backyard that he's been stuck in for three months. He's wow. all scruffy. He's covered in rashes. He's starving to death. It's just... Yay! Yay! Fun Mickey Mouse animated kids cartoon. Wow. That's definitely not an animated He's being kids chased cartoon. by my meat-eating plants and a creature that turns out to be Pluto. The most neglected dog. See, this this continues my point that Pluto is the most neglected animal in cartoon history. I've told him this anytime we see him in the Disney parks and he always gives me a big hug. Because <laughs> he, he finally appreciates what I'm saying. But he's the most neglected animal. Mickey openly admitted to leaving him outside for potentially months, years. He just let him outside the back door and bye. No wonder we haven't seen him forever. He was left in the garden for two and a half years. <laughs> I mean, poor, poor Pluto. I'm always on a crusade for more Pluto. And to treat this poor animal better. And I tell him that every time we see him in the parks. So there we go. Keaton's Joke of the Week. Alright, so Keaton is the pun master. He loves his punny sense of humor. And so he always comes up with something good. So Keaton, what do you have for us this week? What is the gardener's favorite Harrison Ford film? Ooh, garden show, garden humor. Uh, okay, so let's see. What is the gardener's favorite Harrison Ford film? Yep. Ooh, I like this because I love Harrison Ford films. Um, there's so many of them out there. I'm trying to figure out which pun you would go for here, but I don't know. This could go anywhere. <laughs> what is a gardener's favorite Harrison Ford film? Raiders of the Lost Bark. <laughs> that sounds oh, like a dog movie I consider Raiders of the Lost Ark the most perfect movie ever made um, I, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah that could be like um, a reboot of Raiders of the Lost Ark but it's with dogs with with, with, with dogs or, or gardening material bark mulch yeah Raiders of the Lost the lost bark. Rough. That's rough. That's rough. That was rough. <laughs> exactly. That was rough. <laughs> Keaton's joke of the week. All right. So let's go ahead and end this episode as we always do with just a few quick announcements. Remember, if you want to watch all of our past episodes, you can find those at www.makeyshortsandmore.com. Keaton, where can they find our show if they want to listen to us on different podcast networks? You can find us on App Podcast, YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast, or subscribe through your podcast player of choice. Yes, what he said. All those places. Essentially, do a search in your podcast player for Making Shorts and More Podcast, and we should come up, and you can hit the subscribe or the follow or whatever the heck they call the button these days, and get our shows on a regular basis you can connect with us online on facebook or instagram just do again do a search for mickey shorts and more and hopefully we pop up 
Instagram is usually where we post most of our stuff. We'd love to hear from you, our fans, so you can email the show any of your questions or comments or thoughts on the show or other Mickey Mouse shorts or other Mickey Mouse news. Just send that message to mickeyshortsandmore at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on our voicemail line at 541-321-0472. That comes to us, but remember that by giving us, uh, leaving us a voicemail, that gives us permission to use it on the air. Next week, Keaton, what do we have coming up? You, you, me, you, and Fifi. <laughs> you pointed to the wrong person, but yes, you, me, and Fifi. We get another very simple title where everything goes horribly wrong for poor Mickey Mouse, which, which makes this fun for us. But you, mean Fifi, is coming up next time on the Make Sure It's More podcast. So we'll just remember, before we close, my solution to all your problems in life is simply watch more Mickey Mouse. It'll make you smile, it'll make you laugh. You can watch it with elderly people. You can watch it with young people, middle-aged people. Any people can all watch Mickey Mouse together. It helps you laugh. It helps you smile. It helps you forget about your problems and your troubles. So go watch more Mickey Mouse and then come back and listen to us talk about it here on the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. Hopefully everyone has a great week. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. Come back next time and we'll see you real soon. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da